0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Well,
1: our next guest has been to the top of the mountain in AFL football as a premiership player with Collingwood in 2010. He's currently the coach of the Wong Faggy Power, going back to his roots to where he's from. I speak of Jared Blair, and he's been kind enough to join us on the line, and he'll be a regular guest going forward and contributor on Saturdays in Gippsland. Thanks for your time, Jared.
0: No worries, Damien. Thanks for having me, mate.
1: Uh, how are things going at the moment as a coach, pre-season wise? You got stuck into the pre-Christmas training, or you're letting the blokes uh, effectively uh, let their hair down a little bit? Uh, what's the process at this point? Um,
0: no, we've been back into it. We've sort of been been going, I think, probably three weeks now. Um, getting the two sessions in a week. We've yeah, it's been it's been a good start actually. Boys have all turned up and pretty good. Nick, all things considered. Um, and it was a bit of a weird finish to the year. You know, obviously, was, I think our last game was in August. Um, but we sort of strung along until the end of September, until we were finally called off. So we'd had a massive break, but we sort of hadn't. Everyone was ticking along up until that, um, the final call was made. So, yeah, the boys have all presented pretty well. And training's been sharp. A um, couple of sessions to go, and we'll break up for Christmas and sort of have a month off and get back together late jam and get stuck in.
1: Just in terms of the way the side is tracking, going back to obviously August, you only lost one game this year. What are your expectations going forward, and what are the main points of improvement from your perspective on field that you're looking to focus on?
0: Um, I've oh, got a few areas we sort of want to continue to improve at. We were, you know, we we're pretty happy with the way we were tracking last season. Um, you know, we played some good footy, we played some just okay footy, but we were sort of finding that when we were actually able to get a bit of a run at it and play three or four games in a row without any interruptions, we all started to click um and play some decent decent football. So we're just looking forward to having a clear run at it, to be honest. And, you know, hopefully have an uninterrupted season, you get a good block of games in, you have your one or two buys for the year and really see where we can we can get to as a side, you know, a lot of these boys have um come through a junior footy together. Uh and sort of looking to, to get that synergy going at senior level as well. So, it's, it's um, yeah, we think there's plenty of upside. There's, there's, yeah, there's bits and pieces that we can be improving on always. Um, but the main thing for us was just keeping our core group together and keeping everyone on track and motivated because it's a little bit, um, I suppose, you know, without having any sort of closure to a season, uh, it's often that win or loss result at the last day of the year or in finals or missing finals, which... Is a motivating factor for the following year, but just you know when it's just cut off and cancelled, um, mm. you know there's a slight chance that blokes go, oh, I think I'm done with footy for now. I'm just going to concentrate on my job or whatever it is. So we wrap. The boys are all fired up and have a sense of unfinished business, I suppose.
1: Yeah, retention's obviously a big issue for a lot of local clubs wherever they may be across the country. Of course, you finished second behind Lee and Gaffer. How's the move been in terms of coming back home since finishing at Port Melbourne in the VFL and making that transition into coaching? Is it everything you expected it would be?
0: Um, yeah, I mean, my expectations were that I didn't really know what to expect. So it's been, <laughs> it's been enjoyable. Um, it's, been, it's hard work, you know. Like We're sort of still based in Melbourne, so... We're on the road a fair bit, and you know we're dragging two young kids around wherever we have to go every Saturday and every Thursday night for training. Um, but it's it's you know I, I sort of always knew that I was going to enjoy it, no matter what the challenge was. Um, we have a good sort of coaching panel who you know all jump in and help us pick up the slack where we need to. So I think um, yeah, it, it's my expectations were that I, I didn't know what I was stepping into. I knew that. Throughout my football career, I was like, oh, I think it's all going to end back in Montague, whether that's as a player or, or in a coaching role. And um, I'm glad it has, and, and I'm, I'm grateful that you know I've come back into a group where there's been lots of time and effort put into our juniors to, to, to keep them on track to, to get to the senior grade. Um, and there's some really talented young kids there who are you know they're they're Wontaggie Power kids that have come through from our juniors, so it's exciting to be a part of that. Yeah.
1: Just a couple more before we let you go. We're speaking with Jared Blair, coach of the Womfaggy Power, of course, former Collingwood player. Uh, it's interesting, uh, your younger brother, Jack, had a very good year. Um, won the best and fairest, I think, uh, team of the year. I think, actually, you won the best and fairest, and Jack was runner-up. So, ultimately, do you have a little bit of a in-house competition as to who's the better Blair? <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: uh, oh.
0: No, I don't think so. <laughs> think brothers, br- brothers are always competitive. Um, but, but yeah, I think really I, I would have thought Jack would have won the, our best and fairest. He had an outstanding year and he's a classy player. Um, and, you know, we had our presentation last Sunday and sort of reflecting on it and just speaking to to the group who was, you know, I love running out with my brother. You know what you're going to get every week. He's a competitor. Um, he's passionate about the footy club. Um and it's a real pleasure playing footy with him because he does things that I can only dream of. You know, I'm sort of pretty limited in, in um, what I can offer, but he's got a little bit more flair than me. He can jump higher than thirty centimetres, which I can't. Um, <laughs> so he's got a few more, few more, few more tricks in his bag. But um, yeah, he's been he's been quality, and and I think the presence he sort of carries himself with is, is good for our young group as well. They sort of. See the way he goes about it. He turns up on a Saturday ready to go um, and always performs to, to the level that we expect.
1: All right, Jared. Uh, just as I let you go, we speak about 10-year anniversaries. Collingwood, of course, would have had, if it wasn't for COVID, maybe uh, the planned 10-year premiership reunion. You probably had a reunion of some kind in any case last year. Obviously, you played in that 2010 flag. Uh, we're coming up to the 10-year anniversary of the 2012 Anzac Day game. Do you still have that boot uh, which you used to kick the ball off the ground to <laughs> kick the winning goal?
0: Um... Yeah, I suppose I would, yeah. yeah. <laughs> of course got, you got, do. Got my, Most of my boots are stashed away somewhere, yeah. And, um, yeah, not, I'll do it. I'll do it. I think I have my boot, yeah. But I won't be you having to sell it, mate. myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I might even just get something similar and say that it was the, the boot from Anzac Day, and see if I'm catching it a little bit. <laughs>
1: ah, good, good on you, Valerie. Thanks very much for joining us, mate. All the best. No worries. Thanks, Damien.